0: You're listening to the DudeCast, a podcast about American masculinity. My name is Garrett.
1: And I'm Nick Morpus coming to you straight from Portland, Oregon. And together, we're sitting down to have real talks about vulnerability, introspection, and what it means to be a man.
0: And in today's episode, we're talking fashion, embarrassing fashion, good fashion, teenager fashion, and home improvement. Ladies and gentlemen, now generic elevator rock music. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to the DudeCast. My name is Garrett. His name is Nick. How are
1: you today? I'm doing well. Uh, uh, It's another Sunday morning, and I'm pretty excited for this episode. This one's going to be fun. I was waiting for your weather update. (laughs) It's cloudy. It is cloudy. It's not sunny. I'm very upset about that. I've actually stopped checking the weather. I only go by what
0: you tell me on the days we re re record.
1: Well, considering that you're on the uh, opposite side of the country, you're going to be very upset at me as a weatherman. I'm just going to get everything wrong. Yeah, you haven't been accurate yet. I know. I'm terrible.
0: Not even close. Worst weatherman ever. No. Uh, And also, a happy birthday to Nick. Uh, By the time you listen to this, it'll be a little bit past then, but hopefully you're having a pretty good day.
1: Yep. Just another, uh, another step closer to 30. And at that point, you know, I, I'll probably just evaporate into, uh, into thin air, but, um, until then I'm enjoying my time. Are you, are you afraid of turning 30? No, not really. I just like making jokes about it and being completely, uh, completely ridiculous about it. But, uh, I, I'm determined since we did this for uh for a friend of mine for his thirtieth. I'm determined to have a funeral on my thirtieth birthday. I built him okay. a I built him a coffin and everything. So I, I saw that on Facebook. Yeah, so I'm gonna have to do that for myself.
0: Okay, that I is. I don't trust
1: idea. it. I don't trust anybody else's carpentry abilities, at least as far as anybody that I know here so far.
0: Where did you learn your carpentry skills? Uh,
1: My dad and shop class growing up. What about Tim the
0: Toolman Taylor? Uh,
1: You know, God, I miss that show. That is definitely some, uh, that is some nostalgia right there. Some Benford tools. (laughs) How much of that show have you seen?
0: I've seen a lot, Uh, like a lot, a lot.
1: Okay. Okay, so I could like use references and you'd get them. Probably. So, did you ever see the episode where um Tim and Al they build a uh a recliner toilet in the bathroom? Okay, so maybe that might be a little bit <laughs> too too right. far in depth for me. They had this thing where they converted the mirror In the bathroom to a TV, and the toilet is essentially a recliner just so that you know guys can spend their time comfortably in the bathroom. I always think of that because my girlfriend always says, I spend way too much time in the bathroom, it's peace and quiet. I love it, and um, and I always think of that episode, (laughs) it's just so funny. Uh, it would be so great to have a recliner in there.
0: How did they never make an actual home improvement show like that? Like as you're telling me this, I'm like Discovery Channel when they had American Chopper and Monster House and whatever Jesse James was building.
1: Yeah, that's actually pretty surprising. They never had actually made that show, and I watched American Chopper. That was a that was a fun show. But wow, yeah, they never. I you know what that. Considering like nowadays how everything just becomes a show, I think maybe that show was just a little too, uh, too early for its time.
0: They would have that guy from NASA who does the, who built like the, uh, the shark, uh, the squirrel American Gladiator course or, uh, he did
1: the glitter bombs on YouTube. Do you know who I'm talking about? Oh, you're talking about the, the guy who made the, uh, the, uh, Trap fake Amazon packages. Yeah, he would be the new host. Oh, that'd be great.
0: Him and yeah, Paul Yeah, he's a funny Sr. guy.
1: <laughs> Paul Sr. I know,
0: we're, I know you and I, we've talked about this a lot, but we're big Paul Sr. fans.
1: <laughs> I just... That dynamic would be so weird, two co-hosts. And actually, the only
0: one we leave out is Paul Jr., the other oh. brother... Is a lot on the show
1: oh oh yeah because isn't like paul uh junior and senior had like some huge falling out or something
0: yeah they started like opposite chopper shops right across the street from each other
1: that's not petty at all like it sounds like they really know how to work out their emotional issues i mean they that show taught me about communication oh yeah definitely they like they're just so good at it. Healthy male relationships.
0: I hope we do a breakdown of American Chopper one day. Just a complete and total breakdown of the series.
1: I'm actually, I'm, I'm writing this down. It's, it's a great idea. Do an American Chopper episode. People are going <laughs> to tune in. They're going to forget all about this conversation. They're going to tune in the that episode and be like, well, what are they talking about?
0: No one's going to have any clue what American Chopper is. <laughs>
1: And the ones who do, they uh, probably didn't watch enough of it to to really understand. They're going to want to forget about it.
0: (laughs) They're going to want to forget about the whole thing.
1: All right, wrote that one down for the future.
0: But speaking of things we want to forget, today's episode is a special episode, as all of our episodes are. But today's episode, we're going to be talking about fashion, and we're going to go through Nick and I's sort of fashion tastes as we grew up. Uh, I know I have some really embarrassing, embarrassing things to share. I'm
1: hoping, Nick, you do too. This is going to be awful and great at the same time.
0: So, So let's actually start with when we were young kids so let's go between the ages of zero to ten um so that would bring us up to elementary school um did you remember anything did you have any say in what you were wearing
1: yeah i wore uh, i remember a few things um i had kind of a say in what i wore a little bit but For the most part, no. But I do remember some of it. I think it's because I went through some uh, older pictures pretty recently.
0: So was there anything that sort of guided you when you were a little kid to say like, oh, that's really cool
1: or that's really ugly? Graphic tees. I just wanted them to be graphic tees of things that I liked. So you had stock in Spencer's (laughs) not yet. Not yet. I don't think I'd come across that just yet, but, uh, I don't know. Movies that I liked. Maybe I, I I vaguely remember a star Wars shirt that I really liked. All right. It was high fashion, you know, of course, like I think zero to five, I just dressed for comfort. Yeah. So I didn't really care. And, uh, Shit, if it was something that I was actually capable of putting on, you know, by the time I was like four or five, something I was capable of putting on, uh, then I would wear it. So, for instance, um, you know, when you're young enough to not really understand how to put on jeans correctly, so you put on overalls. Yeah. Those oh, are the so days. You, so you had overalls. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. At least until, like, what, four or five. I think Chelsea and I just had a conversation about this the other day because apparently she hated overalls as a kid. And I, you know, by the time I stopped wearing them, you know, I just didn't. Yeah. Yeah, sure, I didn't like them, but I didn't really care anymore. So when I was wearing them, it was at the point where I just, you know, you're so young, you just don't care. I I remember having a pair of Bugle
0: Boy Overalls. Was Bugle Boy a thing where you grew up?
1: I think so. I think I don't know. The name sounds familiar. It was like a boy's version of Ashkash Bagash.
0: Is that that's the name of it, right?
1: I'm gonna look that up. Bugle uh, Boy.
0: I I definitely was a jeans kid. Um, I had messed up feet. Like. When I was born, my feet pointed outwards when I walked. And I remember having to wear like a foot brace. And the one thing that my parents always did, always, always did, was buy me really, really nice sneakers because they were always worried about my feet. And they said, we spent a lot of money getting them fixed and helping you out. So we might as well just keep our investment. And I remember having like the Reebok pumps. (laughs) Loved those. I remember I had a couple pair. I don't know if they're like real Jordans or not, but I do remember having, I think Jordan brand sneakers at some point.
1: God, I wish I had had cool sneakers, and I always wanted Nikes when I was a kid uh but you know m- my parents had multiple kids, so can't afford Nikes for all of them, so it was all about those uh those rolling shoes when I was younger.
0: I remember those i yeah my parents so I was an only child, so it was a little bit easier for my folks, but that was the one big thing for them was. I was to always have nice sneakers and clean underwear.
1: Well, it's a good thing on the clean underwear, you know. It almost is one of those not debatable things.
0: Well, they're very worried that if I ever got into a car accident.
1: (laughs) Bill Cosby references. I, I
0: guess so. I have no idea. But I remember a lot of my fashion influence. Actually came from Save by the Bell. Ah, oh,
1: good choice.
0: I love Zach Morris. I was too small to be like Slater and no one wants to be Screech.
1: You know, I never have watched an episode of Save by the Bell. All right, I, let's know. Hope. So I, the I know. I know that's. To- uh, I was going to say
0: I know that that's sacrilege. The, the follow-up to our American Chopper episode will be a Saved by the Bell breakdown. Ah,
1: okay. I'm going to learn something.
0: We'll watch all of the seasons, including the college years. Maybe even go back to the new class.
1: I'm down for that. See, for me, like, I mean... uh fashion i guess when i was younger if if there was anything on television that dictated it it was maybe the kids from all that i always thought they were really cool
0: yeah that's a good one uh danny tamborelli he used to wear overalls oh yeah yeah i love the fact that i can remember that name off the top of my head (laughs) most people are like oh yeah keenan kill mary beth Themberg.
1: yeah everyone can remember them
0: I'm like Danny Tamborelli.
1: Everybody remembers Keenan.
0: Was was Danny from Pete and Pete? I
1: couldn't tell you. I'm gonna have to look that up. So, at what point would you say that you were you really started kind of developing your identity for what you wore, like just the first hints of it?
0: So I think the first, so not my identity now, but the first time I really paid attention to what I was wearing was when I was a teenager. I So when I was a kid in the 90s, Nirvana was a thing, grunge was popular. So I remember that pretty well. And I was never really into Nirvana, but as I went into middle school, so I was in seventh grade in '99. So that was boy bands, Britney Spears, Limp Bizkit, Corn, Eminem. I knew where I stood on that pendulum. There was like, there was one summer where I actually wanted to dye my hair like Eminem.
1: Is it bad that I did? Did you? Yeah, for like a a month. And then it just had to go. And that month was last month. (laughs) Damn it, you got me.
0: You just woke up one day, bleached your hair.
1: Well, this would have been the time to do it.
0: Well, no, because no one would have gotten to see it.
1: Exactly.
0: No, if you're going to bleach your hair... (laughs) People need to see it. The people <laughs> the people are begging for it.
1: <laughs> they demand results.
0: This was also the time period where I, so I think it was around 4th or 5th grade, a kid in my karate class got an earring, mm. and I thought he was cool, so I wanted an earring, and then I got an earring, and like most 4th or 5th graders, I hated the earring after like a month so all through middle school I had to wear this ugly disgusting pirate earring and <laughs> I couldn't not wear it because my mom would just kill me <laughs> because my mom and dad had this huge argument over whether or not I could get an earring
1: oh my god that's that's, that's actually hilarious It's I, it's, I wanted an earring You didn't didn't get one? Oh, no. My mom wasn't standing for that. But she let me dye my hair, so that was cool. Uh, I did the... See, I think around that same time, I did uh, the blonde highlights thing. Because, you know, that was cool. Uh, Did you spike your hair? My hair never spiked. Like, it never could technically spike, really. But, um... Yeah, kind of had because my hair is a little curlier, so I definitely had like that Justin Timberlake thing going on. Frosted I, tips, man, that was the day.
0: Justin Timberlake, his his mild curly hair phase, like when he was in the Social Network, the ramen phase.
1: Oh no, no, no! This is this is beyond the the ramen phase.
0: It's it's a little bit later. Uh very
1: underrated. It's an underrated <laughs> hairstyle. Yeah. No, it's it's kind of um it's almost timeless really. Sort of like the side part. And flat tops.
0: And mohawks.
1: I'm trying to think of more extreme hairstyles. But no, flat tops are not extreme. Neither are side no. parts. I'm not very Yeah. I've never been that extreme with my hair, unfortunately. So uh.
0: so when you were a teenager was there specific clothing options that when you went shopping for school clothes
1: that you just needed to have? Band tees all day, all day, every day. If it wasn't a band tee, I wasn't interested at that point when I was a teenager. So what kind of, what kind of band tees were you wearing? (laughs) Oh gosh. I was that kid slipknot. I was wearing all the, the slipknot stuff and, and a, and corn and Venn Sevenfold and all that stuff. It was it was all black. Like my parents were ecstatic whenever I'd finally wear a shirt that was a different color. So it it was just black all the time. That that was you know you mentioned Spencers earlier. At that point, that was when I had discovered Spencers and Hot so, Topic. So two things about that.
0: First. When you said the when you said Slipknot, it reminded me that in eighth grade a kid signed my yearbook, but instead of signing his name, he just wrote Mudvayne lyrics. What?
1: Do you, do you remember Mudvayne? Oh yeah, but I'm trying to think of a Mudvayne song that would be actually worthy of signing into a, or at least relevant enough to sign into a yearbook.
0: Oh, they weren't. They weren't. It was it was the lyrics to Dig.
1: Oh, my God. Are you kidding me?
0: <laughs> and he had really bad handwriting that was also really, really large. So in my eighth grade yearbook, the entire back cover is just in poor handwriting, the lyrics to Dig by Mudvayne.
1: <laughs> you know, what we need to do then is uh, that needs to you need to take a picture of that. I'll take a picture of something weird someone signed into my yearbook, and we need to post those on the page. People need to know. They need to see the weird stuff. Right
0: right before we post our Mudvayne retrospective.
1: Oh, yeah. Just like, before we really get into uh, our retrospective, hear the lyrics to Dig, as brought to you by Garrett's yearbook.
0: I, I'll ask my mom and see if uh, see if it's still there. Uh, Oh, you don't keep it with you. (laughs) (laughs) No, it's not one of my prized possessions. (laughs) It's it's not my (laughs) lockbox. The other, there was something else I was going to say, but, oh, that's what it was. Did you ever own UFO pants?
1: I'm going to pretend I know what those are. Is that like trip pants? Well, I don't know what trip pants are. The do you remember the really baggy pants with the chains and sometimes they have neon colors on them? Yes. Yep. Yep. Is that? Same thing. That's the same thing. Yep. Huh. I've never heard them call that called that before. I've always they were always called trip pants. At least where we were. Yeah, I had a pair of those. I so
0: I never owned a pair. I never went full goth. (laughs) <laughs> sounds like you.
1: Sounds like you got a little bit closer. Mine weren't very extreme, um, just because you know my mom. But uh, yeah, I thought those things are cool, and now I look at them and it's like, dear God. Jinko jeans on the on the other hand, those are making a comeback.
0: I do love that we skipped right over Jinko jeans. <laughs> Why is that? Well, so I never personally owned a pair of jinkos. I my, my mom would not buy me a pair of jinkos. I did get a pair of really baggy Hugo Boss jeans that had the word Boss <laughs> stitched into the leg. <laughs> like on the backside of the leg.
1: <laughs> oh my god, that's great.
0: Oh Oh man, that I also that also reminds me. Were wind pants a thing
1: for you? <sighs> Let's see here. Where are they? Not Those are like or, the Adidas. No. Oh, you mean like the like Adidas track pants? Yeah, but they made the swooshy sound. I think so. I don't think they were like a big thing. The big thing with, uh, where I was with Adidas pants were the ones that had the buttons that you could just rip off Mm -hmm. on the fly.
0: And then like one of your asshole friends always tried to rip them.
1: Yeah. I honestly, it didn't really bother me because I always wore something underneath just to make sure. But also they were just fun. uh, Like, you know, in class for some antics, you know, just like, you know, stand up middle of the class out of nowhere, rip your pants off and then just sit back down act like nothing happened teacher asks you know just be like oh it was was hot in here i couldn't do that because i was just free balling (laughs) (laughs) no no underwear yeah going commando
0: no i i was rebelling my mom said wear clean underwear and i said how about i don't
1: (laughs) how about no underwear mom
0: yeah yeah made changing a gym class real weird all the time
1: I think there was one time when I was like really young, like I think like 8 or something and like I didn't take all my laundry to my mom or whatever, so I didn't have any clean underwear one day and I I I I freeballed one day with jeans. That was a mistake oh. though.
0: Oh. That sounds that, rough.
1: Yeah, that's when you're young enough to not understand why that's a bad idea.
0: You can barely get away with that as an old person, but there are uh i think uh the Tiger King Joe exotic free balls
1: I don't remember that coming up in the show. How do you know that i felt i I felt like it did come up in this show <laughs> there was so much going on in that show, so I probably it probably did come up, and I just don't remember it. There's just so much going on. speaking of men's fashion speaking of good men's fashion yeah the guy's rocking tiger prince for
0: days so with your trip pants and your band (laughs) peas when it was school photo day was that your was that your go to outfit still
1: so um I would try to wear what I wanted I'd also try to hide from my mom when picture day was so that I could wear what I wanted. I think there was only one year I was where I was uh successful. All other years I have to report back that I was not wearing those. I was not wearing any of that. In fact, I don't think I ever wore trip pants on a for a high school picture ever. Not that it would have mattered. You would never have seen them. But I don't think because by the time I was able to sneak by a senior uh, or a uh, a class photo by my mom, uh, it was to the point where I had kind of outgrown that. So I never got those opportunities. So it's always when, they're, when you're young and you want to wear all that stuff that your parents seem to care about photo day.
0: Yeah, as I've gotten older, I'm really embarrassed that I wore – a Quicksilver hoodie. Why is that? I don't know. It's just one of those. My family isn't big on taking pictures. So for the few pictures we have of me from school picture day and from just kind of growing up, looking back on it now, I wished I would have dressed a little bit better, taking it a little more seriously. <laughs>
1: yeah that's that's fair, so I was gonna say like a quicksilver hoodie is hardly controversial, but I guess yeah, when you look at it that way, that makes a lot of sense
0: yeah uh so as as you graduated out of being a teenager, you graduate high school what what was sort of your fashion sense at that point?
1: Is it bad that? I never really grew out of band tees. At the same time, I don't wear them as much as I used to. I just wear them every day. Not anymore.
0: You switch that, it up a little bit.
1: Yeah. You know, I still like my T-shirts. Um, I don't know. I, over the years, my uh, style choices have become a little more plain. Um, I would say they've become more functional. Chelsea would say they've become more brown um, just color palette wise I don't know I love my uh, I love my uh, khaki pants or actually no they're more uh, I don't know how you describe the color but it's a little darker than khaki Um, I like them with my I, I have no shame cargo pants I love them they're comfy what do you comfy. put in your pockets uh Keys, and that's about it so far. But if I need the pockets, I have them. So you're you're single handedly bringing back cargo pants. Oh yeah. Oh no. Your your wife used to constantly when we worked together, Captain. Like she used to constantly get on me for wearing cargo shorts, and I would just make very uh, impassioned defenses of cargo shorts. Half the time it was just a bug her, but yeah, I was I was forever defending cargo shorts to Rachel.
0: I I don't think that is I don't think I could do that. I Can't feel like that goes that goes against my religion.
1: Oh uh, so you're not a part of the cargo shorts pants crew?
0: No, no 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 when when I was in my mid twenties, I was kind of like you where I used to wear a lot of band tees. I wore oversized Old Navy flannel shirts. I also had a really bad swooping haircut.
1: Yeah, you sound like me in my mid-20s.
0: So, but now now I'm older, I can pass down
1: wisdom to you. What would you suggest? How, how do I move on from this? I've already moved on from the swoopy haircut, so that's good. You remember my long hair, right? I don't think we ever met. Oh, no, we did. It would have been like very, very early on when I was dating Rachel. It was when you were dating her. Uh, Trying to think of around the time. Yeah, because actually, I think when you and Rachel started dating, I still had short hair. I have short hair now, but there was like a solid year where I actually had long hair. It was all on top, but
0: I had long hair. I'll I'll go through Facebook and try and see if I can remember. It's
1: any. okay. It, it was under a hat a lot of the time, so that that might explain why you don't remember it. Okay. Okay.
0: Well, I'm going to I'm going to pass down some of some of what I've learned as I've gotten older and maybe you'll, maybe you'll dig it. Maybe you won't. Uh, Maybe our listeners will, will have some better tips than, than me. But I think the number one rule of fashion period needs to be finding the right fit.
1: Yeah, I agree with you there.
0: There is nothing better than getting a shirt. So, and and you're someone who also has tattoos on his arms. I'm a big fan of button-ups with uh a slight roll up on the on the sleeves. Uh, a short sleeve. Yep. Um and like if it fits you well, like it's going to look a little bit tighter around the arms, it's going to make you look a little bit buffer. I mean, you're buff now. I saw your I saw your update. <laughs>
1: You're jacked now. That's my that's my first uh progress photo. I'm not a huge fan of posting fitness progress photos, but that that's my first one in 6 months. Well,
0: like I said, you're looking real jacked.
1: <laughs> Just got to get all the tight tees now.
0: Yeah, you got to get got to get those t-shirts that fit. So I did have I do have a friend who buys smaller t-shirts, but he's also tall. So at any point, if he is reaching for something, you are going to see bare midriff. (laughs) So there has to be that just perfect in between of if it's great around your your arms and if it's well on your stomach and it's just flattering. If you wear too big of a shirt, you're going to look like a slouch. If you buy too small of a shirt,
1: that speaks for itself. Yeah. Speaking of too small shirts, I found an old T-shirt of mine, an old Beatles T-shirt that I, I bought years ago. I tried to put it on last night. That was hilarious. I, I've never worn a shirt that, that was that was that skin tight. Oh, my God. It was so, so tight. Kind of like you're saying, it speaks for itself. Yeah, there's there's nothing
0: you can do if a shirt is too tight, except... Absolutely. Absolutely Just get rid not. of it. Yep. Gotta get rid of
1: it. Oh, no, no. It's Chelsea's now.
0: Oh, okay. So I get that. Yeah. Totally understand. None of my clothes are mine. I don't. <laughs> I, soon as soon as they go into my drawer, I have lost ownership of them. They now belong to Rachel.
1: <laughs> well, you I, know, I mean, isn't that, that's part of your vows, isn't it? You yeah, know, what's yours hey, is mine. What's mine is Rachel's. It was not th- in the Ketubah.
0: <laughs> it was not in there. I read it twice.
1: <laughs> Get a lawyer to look through it. Yeah. yeah Listen, there was had- there was nothing about shirts in here. Yeah, I'm pretty. I'm still working through that. Still working through understanding how that came to be. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, I definitely think you're right about the uh, about the right fit especially on the length thing that really spoke to me. Cause yeah, like the perfect shirt will fit right in all those other dimensions. But if it's not just, just a little, so, you know, I have a taller torso. Um, a lot of my height comes from my upper body and you know, if a shirt is just too short, it just, it always feels weird. Like it's only centimeters away from showing my belt. And I hate that. I hate that so much. A slightly longer T-shirt, but everything else fits perfectly. Like, oh, that's great. That's the ticket right there.
0: Yeah. And and with fit, I feel like we're going to kind of talk about this for just a little bit. But you want to make sure you have the right collar. So if you're wearing a V-neck, that V
1: can't be too deep. Oh, I was going to say it's got to go down to like almost your navel.
0: I'm sure that looks great with your cargo
1: shorts.
0: (laughs) I am sure you are a style icon.
1: And I wear that mock turtleneck underneath, you know.
0: Okay. So there's no
1: skin. Well, no, there is. There is skin. The mock turtleneck will just come down right below your chest. So then I'm like just exposing this like triangle, you know. The small triangle uh, that just shows my abs, you know, or at least just part of them. It's, it's the perfect style combination with a V-neck with a super deep V.
0: OK. Uh, I actually looking- got to
1: find a shirt that makes this happen just just for the just for the joke. Just for the memes. Yes, exactly. Or, so- or I inspire a whole new line of fashion. I don't think so, Tim.
0: <laughs> I'm bringing it back. I'm full circle with a little home improvement. That's okay. good. Um, the perfect sleeve length, if you're wearing a short sleeve shirt, should hit in the middle of your armpit and elbow. Uh, anything longer makes your arms look short. Um, yeah, so, so I'd
1: that's, say that's re- fair.
0: That's really important. Something that always bothered me with dress shirts is when muscular guys buy dress shirts that look like they're going to pop off. <laughs> I don't want a button flying in my eye.
1: Makes me think of uh Makes me think of Terry Crews in Brooklyn Nine Nine. Yeah, exactly. But that poor guy—he's just so big. Like there is no shirt big enough. Yeah. Yeah. It's, I do a, it's think- a curse, man
0: it is one of those things I know for myself that when I moved away from home and started my job as a teacher I got more invested in clothes Mm -hmm. and what looked good and what I wanted and I'm still not there if you look in my dresser drawer all of my t-shirts are professional wrestling shirts nice and I say that about 50% of them were bought on purpose. The other 50% were either gifts or I had like a subscription box and I would get free shirts with it. Um, but pretty much all of my t shirts are wrestling t shirts. And if Rachel and I are going out in public, we went out to dinner last night. Like I, I put on a nice shirt, I didn't wear one of my wrestling shirts.
1: Oh, I thought your wrestling shirts were your nice shirts.
0: My wrestling vest. Is my nice vest? <laughs> oh, the one that uh, you wore at your wedding—the pleather one. Yep. Yeah, nice. I got, a good, I got a good deal on that. That thing typically goes for one hundred and fifty dollars. They accidentally marked it for fifteen.
1: You gotta. I, oh, I was thinking like with that vest and everything. You just have to like. See, this is going to be hard to do right now, considering everything that's going on, you know, and everyone's working from home. But you got to like plan like a surprise date with Rachel. She's probably going to hear this. Um, Plan a surprise date with her and you show up wearing the vest and and the belt. You got to wear the vest and the belt and just show up. Show up first. Make sure you're there already. If You're going to have dinner. Show up first. Be sitting already at the table. And you stand up. When she walks in, she's gotta see that and it's like, well, we're already here. Can't do anything about it now. So when Rachel and I Marie Kondoed our closet,
0: I knew that was gonna be the first thing that was gonna go missing. So before anything else, I took my shirt off and I just put on the vest. <laughs> and I Marie Kondoed our entire place wearing wearing
1: this vest and nothing else. That is fantastic. You can't get rid of that. That can't go missing because it's,
0: it's now a part of our wedding. So, yeah,
1: exactly. Like, you know, what what is she going to get rid of the wedding dress? Like, you know, that's <laughs> preposterous. You could never do that.
0: I made it sequel. If you, if you get rid of my vest, I'm throwing away the
1: dress. Oh, that's good. I like that.
0: Because that's how marriage works. Healthy marriages. Healthy, marriage is, <laughs> healthy, healthy m-
1: communication. Health,
0: yeah. <laughs> People who are listening, healthy marriages rely on ultimatums.
1: And burning possessions.
0: Yeah. (laughs) So, Uh, But yeah, I, I think when it comes to, I think the biggest change for me in terms of my style is just finding clothes that fit me better and especially with pants. I I found the right size fit of like jeans that look, look well on my body and that's just wearing clothes that fit you well and you know, you look good makes a big difference in your self-esteem.
1: Yeah, I definitely agree with that. And it doesn't even have to be exactly like you can take something that normally wouldn't look all that good. It's if it fits really well, you know, that can that can make a difference. It's not going to make it the greatest outfit in the world, but it certainly does uh, it certainly does make a difference. Absolutely, absolutely.
0: So if there was one thing that you'd want to share with our listeners about fashion that you think that they can take away from this
1: episode, what would it be? Uh, I wouldn't say it's advice really? It's more of an observation. So there, there's this trend now for men's jeans. I've actually really been liking, uh, especially before my weight loss. And that is finally men's jeans. We get jeggings now, um, but they're not called jeggings and they're not like jeggings in the strictest sense. But men's jeans that have like kind of an elastic denim. And it, it's still denim, but it's a little more stretchy. And it's awesome. It is so comfortable. I, I've always loved jeans, always love wearing jeans. Um, and I still have some pairs of, you know, just normal jeans. But it's so hard sometimes to go back to those when you've worn these stretchy jeans. They're just, they're incredible. They're so soft. And it doesn't matter if you ate too much the night before. They're just incredible. They hug you just the right way. And I would recommend to every man out there, invest in a pair of those. Find a store that sells them because they're awesome.
0: We'll have a link below in the comments <laughs> for... For, for whatever Nick is talking about.
1: Wait, you don't know what I'm talking about? You
0: haven't seen I, those? I don't own a pair. Uh, I, I've seen them, but I, on on things that I was expecting you to say, that was not it. Oh, that was not even on my radar.
1: I, I will send you links, and you just you you got to get a pair. I'm telling you, it will change your life. I, I don't know how often you still wear jeans or not, but... On those days that you do, you will thank me. They are incredible. They're, right. they're just so comfortable. I, you know, like, sure, guys get pockets, but women, well, I can't say they always get comfy clothes because guys wear a lot of really comfy stuff. And I feel bad for some of the things that women feel like they have to wear. Just not very comfortable. But when it comes to like, they get like the jeggings and stuff like that. Well, these things, are incredible and it took a while for guys to get them and of course we don't call them jeggings cuz we're men uh, there's some other name for them like they call them like athletic jeans or something um but they're incredible they're life changing it will just completely change the way you wear jeans or just well, the, the jeans that you wear
0: the man said it he said it so listeners uh if you own a pair of these jeggings Please leave a comment down below. Let us know how comfortable they are. If you have any other pieces of fashion advice for us, let us know. We'd love to hear from you. If you have embarrassing photos, we'd also love those as well. If this is your first time tuning in, I encourage you to subscribe to the show. You can find us on Spotify, Google Podcast, Apple Podcast, basically anywhere that has a cast. You can find us. Follow us at Dudefluencer on Facebook and Twitter and visit us on com every Thursday for new episodes of the Dudecast. For Nick,
1: my name is Garrett. We hope to see you again soon. Good night.